I'm Tyler, kiss the camera, dennering. I'm Connery, snuggled up next to a demon, Hanson. With only a sheet. A thin, thin sheet. No blanket whatsoever. I guess ghosts would like a thin, thin sheet. Yeah. They're always wearing them thin sheets around. <laughs> I think the wind, <laughs> the wind effect they did was they couldn't use it on a bigger blanket, so it had to be a thin, thin oh, sheet. Oh, hey, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they just like don't have good AC, air conditioning in there, mm. you know? So they only wear a sheet, and maybe this takes place during the summertime. Yeah, that might make sense. San Diego. Because mm, it's hot. Now that I think about it, I've never seen a, a blanket ghost. I've only seen a sheet ghost. That's a good point. Like a so, thick comforter ghost. Yeah. Like the coziest ghost that ever lived. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to make Ghost Story 2 where he has a blanket instead? <laughs> I love him. Instead of, I don't know. What what would she eat instead of a pecan pie? Is it a pecan pie? It's a... What kind of pie is it? It's not a pecan pie. I like how I know there's a pie, but I haven't seen the movie. It's like a vegan chocolate pie. Oh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> or like it was supposed to be a chocolate pie, but she refused to eat it, so they made a vegan chocolate pie. And then she eats the whole thing in like 10 minutes on camera and it's, it's boring after the first four to watch. <laughs> Maybe it's mud pie. Mud pie. <laughs> or a sloppy steak, good chance. From Trofani's? <laughs> uh, and uh, this is the franchise recording at Trofani's. Yeah, here we are. It's a dangerous night. <laughs> Making more references to things. Things that have nothing we to do are. with the episode. But this is the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes it's death itself Ooh. after us, trying to kill us in a certain procedural order in some <laughs> movies and others not. Yeah, and sometimes it's a random event. <laughs> a random paranormal event? A random paranormal event. That's what he describes. Like, these demons, they come into your house and it's just like, it's random, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, not demonologist guy? Yeah, the not, not demonologist guy. <laughs> I love guy. that guy. He's like, I gotta get out of yeah, here. I cannot I gotta help get you. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's only making it worse. I gotta go. I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. I like this guy's attitude. He's like, I'm, I'm just bailing. This is this is not fun for me. <laughs> it's, like, it's, I'm gonna get all of us killed on camera. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're covering paranormal activity now, everybody. Uh, That's what we're talking about. It's gonna be so much fun from all the context clues. Um, yeah, I've never seen this movie. Wow, really? I've never seen any of them, and you've seen all of them. I've seen all of them, yeah. So I thought it'd be a good place to, or, you know, a good series to pick up, because that was Final Destination for you. Yeah, Final Destination was my first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you love found footage stuff. I do. I love found footage horror movies. I think it's, no matter how bad they are, I always derive some kind of enjoyment from them. <laughs> and I think that's the case with these movies. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any found footage thing that's like... You like Troll. Or troll hunters. Troll hunters? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to show Lily <laughs> Troll Hunters the other day. But she was like, I'm not really having this right now. I think she was kind of interested, but oh, then we just good. never finished it. But that's like most movies. Mm. We started watching Disturbia like oh. twice. Oh yeah, with, with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, that's not, that's. I guess that's partly my what's new, but it's mm. just it's like the worst aged movie of all time. Really? It's just like mostly Shia LaBeouf and this other boy like just like looking at the girl next door in binoculars. Oh yeah, for, like, just perfect on her, just, yeah. Like, Oh my god, this needs to stop. It's, it's, uh, let me know, anybody, if you've seen Disturbia lately. It's a lot. It is, it is a lot. It's, uh, it's hard to get through. But while we were watching it, like, immediately, Lily's like, I think that's the house in Zathura. Ooh! And I looked it up on IMDb, I'm like, this is also the house in Zathura. Ah, <laughs> like, yeah. How do you just know, why, why do you have this information? Zathura is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> that's me with like all sorts of different information with films yep. and like she just has different information that's mm. just as like useless Obscure. <laughs> yeah we both have very useless information that's about movies. 
But, uh, you know, that's what makes movie- watching movies fun. That's why you love each other so much. <laughs> because we both know useless information. Yeah. <laughs> I did point out, wait, what movie was it? We were watching another movie and they spelled responsibility wrong at the end. Oh, no, it was a documentary. Responsibility. <laughs> they spelled responsibility without one letter. And she's like, QC fail! <laughs> like, just the most specific... Uh, just film things. QC film. Anyways, we're not here to talk about me and Lily. We're here to talk about Mika and Katie. Katie, right? Katie, Katie. and Mika. Micah. Mika. Micah. Micah. Yeah. Okay. Kappa. Katie. Kappa. Micah. Kappa. Remember, Micah. Gamma. Remember that show? My Kappa. Mikey. No. Uh, all right, that's fine. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> it was like on Nickelodeon or something. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, this is my first time seeing this movie, and mm-hmm. it's not exactly what I expected. Yeah, more than you expected. Uh, not more, but it's, I guess, better than I expected. That's it good. was effective, mm-hmm. but there's like certain things about it that I don't know, like I guess the layout. Yeah. In the house and everything, but um, I don't know. Before we've already kind of just already dealt into it. Yeah. Where it's just it's just us two today. Uh, our last Just episode. like Katie and Micah. <laughs> which one's a jerk and which one, I don't know. Is the victim. I yeah. think Micah's the jerk. Which one's the jerk and which one has been haunted by ghosts for like 20 years? Oh man, that's a, it's not as fun as our game where we were playing Who's Steve Coogan. <laughs> <laughs> in turn, you both are. <laughs> just blowhards? Yeah, it's like you both are. But you know, I just wanted to, to reset a little bit because we had... Mm. Five, not five guests, but five people total. Five amazing I was going to say five wonderful guests, but Mm -hmm. three wonderful guests and two shitlords (laughs) who host this podcast. (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. So, you know, check out Final Destination, sometimes labeled as 5NAL Destination Destination. in certain uh, marketing. In certain circles. (laughs) In certain unwashed circles. Yeah, unwashed. With, <laughs> with uh, Turn O'Neill, Alyssa Wise, and Lily Young. It was so much fun. It was great. It was really fun to record. And we all survived, too. Yeah, it was great. We beat Tony Todd himself. Take that. But, you know, before we get to this movie, what's new with you, Connor? What's new? Damn! Uh, what's new with me? Uh, just the other night, I started watching this uh, show called The, S- the Squid Game. What? Which, it's new on Netflix. It's called The Squid Game. It's a Korean drama movie. Oh, it's on the show? It's not. I thought literally the person who suggested it to me, she was like, she gave me the layout and I was like, I was like, oh, this sounds like a reality TV show. And I got really excited to watch it. <laughs> and then it was a TV series. And I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That, that's just, that's fine too. And I've actually been enjoying it still where it's pretty much about like a homicidal game show where like these contestants get to all like in deep in debt get like taken away to this like secret island where <laughs> the host is like hey it's like billions of you of like you on on the line and like or um, what what's what's the korean currency do you know uh no i think it's i think it's uh i don't know i'll just google it right yeah. now you're only saying this because i corrected you one time yeah i know <laughs> now you're like wait what is it now like don't remember one one thank you so like a billion is something won on the line <clears throat> and um, everyone's desperate to get out of debt and it's been really fun it's been fun and twisted and i've really enjoyed my ride on it so far so squid game it's fun it sounds pretty cool yeah it's fun it's really good <laughs> i was surprised she was like it's really good and i was like okay i'll watch it i i sometimes get like a few episodes in but i'm kind of hooked on this one i'm like this one's great because <laughs> it's like just my style of, like 
I like twist the tech idea of a twisted game show a lot, and it just yeah. feels like like a live action manga in the best way. It's great. That's cool. It's four hundred eighty six minutes long. Yeah, according to Letterbox, it's a TV series. Oh, uh, is it like a mini series? Yeah, it's it's like six. I think it's a not six episodes. It's a nine episodes long. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been more really into mini series lately. Ooh, but I'm half worried that it's just my. Uh, Desire to log more hours than last year in terms of media watched on Letterboxd. It's what do you become think, an issue. What do you think will happen if you log it, more it, and more? Um, it'll be completely healthy and normal. <laughs> if I don't log more than yeah. last year, I'll become a failure in my own eyes. Because <laughs> all that matters is just consuming more media. Yes, you'll become better. That's why I started this podcast! <laughs> So I can watch more movies. (laughs) Tell me what's new with you. I'm like the bad guys and they live. (laughs) I took the wrong lessons. (laughs) Although I do try to not pay for things, so that's That's a good point. You're like a thief version of that. (laughs) James Conn just sitting on the Like James James Mann presents They Live. James Mann. Not James Mann. What's his name? James Mangle. Michael Mann? Michael Mann, thank you. Michael Mann, the man. Michael Mandible. What's new with me? I watched Malignant this morning. How was Malignant? I've heard mixed (laughs) things. Have you seen it? No, I haven't watched Um, it yet. I started watching It's another movie that Lily bailed on. (laughs) Not trying to call her out. It's just like when she bails on things, like I really don't blame her most of the time. Most of the time feels like when she does that, it's a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It starts off really weird in a way. Like this tone is so strange. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I just can't buy into this. Like this is weird. But then by the second half, and especially there's like a reveal, and it all starts to make sense. Oh. And when you find out everything that's going on mm-hmm. by that point, uh, even just like without, like it's not even just that one moment is, is great. Like there's some, there's a, like a really good, great uh, foot chase in it with some mm-hmm. really cool set design. And um, he, and I don't know, just some actors I don't see a whole lot of, I don't know, so it wasn't like anybody... No one's super, super famous. Yeah, so it was just refreshing to see people that I don't see all the time. That's good in, in movies. Like Chris Pratt I mean, as Mario. They're all actors, obviously. Huh? Like Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> that happened so recently. <laughs> like I only found out about that this morning. Right. I found about it last night. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Past guest Tate Hollander was tweeting about it. I saw. I forget what he said, but I'm just gonna paraphrase it. And say we live in a society hey. where Chris Pratt is Mario. Makes no fucking sense. And I was like, why isn't Stanley Tucci in this movie? Like, Stanley Tucci used to be Mario. Hollywood's finest Italian man. How come he's not... People are saying, how come the man who voiced Mario for 80 years <laughs> isn't the voice of Mario? They need to bring Bob Hoskins back. <laughs> they need to do that, like, James Dean right. mocap thing that they said they were going to do for some movie. Yes. Tupac hologram. They need a Bob Hoskins hologram for this. Mm. I like Charlie Day's Luigi, though. That's fun. Yeah. He needs to be taller, though. I guess so. I, I, I think it's animated. It's literally so an animated. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I do like Anya Taylor Joy as, as Peach. Yeah, that's cute. That works. Um, Jack Black is Bowser. Yeah, Jack Black is Bowser, and the picture they use, he just has a big old beard. Yeah, on. he just kind of looks like Bowser mm-hmm. right now. And Who then uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad, Toad. I think. I'm that's like, cute. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of white people in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, the Mushroom Kingdom is uh, mostly white. Uh. Unfortunately, Tyler. <laughs> They're all Italians. <laughs> I like I like how that would be someone's excuse online. Like, they're all Italian. They're all Italian. <laughs> like, there's no outrage. It's like, Chris Pratt's not Italian enough. It's not. Oh, you know what? That was, that was something else on Twitter. I'm just piecing it together. Oh. There's so many things... 
that like people tweet like we were talking about the other the other day about orphan right yes yeah we were and how that there was a twitter thing that like revealed that mm-hmm. movie to me and like Someone on Twitter was like, a moment of silence for all Italians today. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, now this makes sense. Like, on air, I'm piecing yeah. it all together. It's like, oh, because nobody's Italian American. No, like they're all, like, Scandinavian or, like... Yeah. So someone was like, oh, like, Italian American stories are never represented anymore. It's just like, oh, my God, now what I get all this. are talking about? We just had, what's it called? The movie with the old gangsters. Green Book. Green Book. <laughs> we just had Green you gotta Book. Gotta fold your pizza. <laughs> just had Green Book. Oh, dear God. Um, well, anyways, I was talking about Malignant. <laughs> yeah, Malignant, and it was It's fun. absolutely bonkers, mm-hmm. and I'm. it's just like kind of a one-of-a-kind movie, mm-hmm. and it's just not something I would have ever thought somebody would ever come with, oh. come up with, and I don't know, there's just been movies in the past that James Wan has made that I'm like, I'm not really in, mm-hmm. like, even with like Saw and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, obviously that was really early on in his career, but... Yeah. I feel like he's really gotten to the point in his career where he's just like kind of like master filmmaker status mm-hmm. but he just has like a such a certainly weird vibe yeah. that he applies to movies but whether you like that movie or not I think it's worth seeing just because of how unique it is oh. and it's on HBO Max right now I think it'll like go away again it's in theaters too mm-hmm. so go see in theaters if you want and then it'll go away from HBO Max and come back like all these weird streaming contracts. I'll, I'll have to watch that, and I also really want to watch Midnight Mass really badly because like oh, yeah. all these great things about it. But I saw like this new poster they had for it on Netflix. It was just like three teens, and I was like, this might not be the show I thought it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I heard it was really good. Me too. Yeah. Well, that's all I know. But I'm like, is it good in the way that people like Stranger Stranger Things a lot? Because I feel like I fell off Stranger Things after like the first season, and probably... then I was like, season two sucked, and season three looked really dumb. It's probably pretty different. I don't know, like. Mike Flanagan has such a specific... Yeah. I mean, it's just like any filmmaker. They all mm-hmm. have, like... Styles. Somebody was saying recently in some other podcast, I don't remember who, but it's just because I just... Was it Griffin? I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts. No. <laughs> but it's just basically, like, every filmmaker just takes, makes the same movie over and over again. Mm, I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. It's not, like, you know, 100% true. But, yeah. But uh, certain filmmakers just have, like, a certain aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's just every single movie of theirs, and... I feel like Midnight Mass will be like that too, but yeah. I like Mike Flanagan a lot as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And I was going to talk about something else, but oh, you can talk next about week. Oh, okay. But I will bring up that I watched Ouija, Ooh. Origin of Evil as well. Oh, nice. I thought we talked about that last week. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. We didn't finish it. Oh, I, you didn't I, finish just, it. I literally finished it. it like an hour ago. Oh, okay. Word. Maybe you <laughs> I think you mentioned you started watching it, but you didn't finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I finished Ouija, Origin of Evil. Uh, another one <laughs> Lily failed on, but that's because this one was too spooky. Yeah. It's interesting, like, to tie into, like, paranormal activity, like, ghost stuff doesn't really scare me that much. Yeah, But other people, it really does. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Ouija, Origin of Evil was really good. It's kind of like, Mike Flanagan's made some movies before that, but it really feels like his kind of, like, the beginning of his dominance, in a mm, way. But he's, st- he's still, like, a director that, like, I feel like if you say his name, people are like, what? Mm. But, like, he has such a, like, a little chunk cut out. Mm. Of his own, like, little swath of his own empire, you know? That's tight. Because he has that movie, uh, Hush, Gerald's Game. Hush is so good. Yeah, Gerald's Game, Doctor Sleep, um, Haunting Doctor of Hill Sleep. He's, he's, he is good. Yeah, Haunting of Hill House, and um, uh, what's the other one? Bly Manor? Oh, Bly Manor, yeah. I didn't see Bly Manor yet. I saw a little bit of Bly Manor. I feel like the Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor kind of was like, eh, about for whatever reason. Yeah. 
But the, the other ones you mentioned, I like a lot. But yeah, he just like cranks out these movies. Mm-hmm. Like he does really good Stephen King adaptations. I mean, not that I read the books, but mm-hmm. it seems like some of the better Stephen King movies. Yeah. There's certain power in like that an- anonymity where he's like, I'm going to make good movies right. and, and just churn them out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's also on HBO Max. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Connery? Uh, I, I already said mine. I, I went, uh, did you? <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. I went first. I said I was watching Squid Game. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Wow. Squid Game, and uh, I've been watching more Let's just go back Frasier. and forth. Sure, let's, let's do it. I've been watching more Frasier lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously lost my mind. I guess I've just been like, I don't know. Whatever. You've been working a lot. I have an excuse for everything, don't I? Yeah, can't come to my D&D game anymore. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to record for four hours. Like this show, we do it all the time, basically. <laughs> Four hours? Same fucking thing. Yeah, it's by me just dragging on every single second. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so bad at podcasting. You know what also drags off? <laughs> and you are also amateur videographers. The steps on the staircase outside Ooh. of the open-doored pet. They sleep with the door open mm-hmm. with one sheet yep. and like no air conditioning. It's hot as hell there. <laughs> On the second floor of a San Diego condominium. San Diego condo. <laughs> San Diego minium. <laughs> San Diomino. What if I just keep saying it like San Diego this whole episode, yeah, so sure. people think I actually think it's pronounced that way because I, I watched Diego. I because I watched Anchorman one time. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, last time I watched it, I remember it being it pretty funny. good, but I guess it's been like a decade. Mm-hmm. Anchorman two, not so much, but you know, we'll cover those one day. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this movie, Connor? <laughs> I remember it being much better than when I watched I'm it. I'm being haunted by the ghost of Joker right now. My <laughs> Why? <laughs> Some chaotic demon is marionetting me and making me just go all over the place in yeah, this episode. Yeah, just slapping around. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's very messy. It's a lot messier than I remembered it being. Hmm. I'll say that. Uh, I think the camera looks really ugly, but I think that helps well, yeah, a lot. I mean... To me, so I'm like, I like I kind of like it. it. Looks really shitty. Um, I didn't remember the husband character being such a douchebag. Like I didn't remember him being so like absolutely dysfunctional. Yeah, I think that some of that comes with like time and perspective as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that dude's like shitty and toxic and yeah. stuff. But I mean, especially nowadays, it's like, oh, it's very easy to recognize that. Mm-hmm. But... Like he, all he wants to do with that camera is make a sex tape with his wife. Like he is just yeah. desperate for it. Or no, yeah. not even wife, girlfriend. Right. They're, they're engaged, engaged to, to be, be engaged. engaged. <laughs> but they said they're from Utah? Yeah. And he's a stockbroker now. but <laughs> He's a day trader. He's a day trader. And I was like, because he has a coin net shirt. <laughs> That's how you know. I literally, okay, one, of my, one, of my, one of my middle names is, what is coin net? <laughs> <laughs> I keep derailing. I need to look up coin net. You keep talking. Sure. So. <laughs> Most fake name for a website ever. I hated it. But it's just. There's some of the scares I watched it at night, and so I think that helped amplify it a little bit more. Where I feel like their condominium is the size of my apartment, and where there's an upstairs and a downstairs and a patio, but they have a backyard. Their backyard's nicer. But okay, so apparently CoinNet's a real thing. <laughs> oh my god, what is it? It's just like a trading network from like 1982 onwards. Oh, so he works for CoinNet. 
I guess so. Maybe he's a fan. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go but ahead. yeah, he's he's obsessed with the stocks and the numbers, and she is in grad school or studying. She's a student still or something along those lines. Yeah, she's studying to be a teacher. Yes, and uh, that's their whole deal. They seem to be happy, even though he just seems to mostly bug her all the time. Yeah. It's one of those things where you just even more c considering the surroundings, it's like, where are their friends this whole time? I guess they don't really have friends. She has a friend over once. Yeah. By the time in that movie, I'm like, okay, like they don't talk to anybody about this. Yeah. And then I'm like, do they have any friends? And then finally like one shows up, and but she... it's like her friend and it's just like, oh, she's probably like really isolated and just like yeah. is stuck in this like crappy relationship kind of with this dude. Probably. Yeah. Because she is, looks, seems like out in the middle of it's like suburbia nowhere place and probably her friends still live in the city and she lives <clears> with a weird stockbroker. Suburban San Diego. San Diego. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> Tyler, what did you think of this movie? I feel like my, my thoughts are very clear where I was like, it was worse than I thought, but I so, I always get my found footage horror fix in general from it where I'm like, still good. And uh -huh. still gave me the heebie-jeebies every now and then. I think it was a lot more effective than I thought it would be. I thought it would just be like cheap and stupid. But yeah. It, I mean, obviously it's cheap, mm. but... It's not stupid it all the fits time. The, it fits like... Like it actually... Like, yeah, the first 10 minutes, you're like, oh, this is so gross. Mm -hmm. Like digital... <laughs> videography considering like you know how far yeah even low got. budget stuff has gotten mm -hmm. at this point but um i don't know i was really sold on the perspectives and everything it's like oh, oh it just feels like the these actors i i could have sworn the actors were like holding the camera the whole time yeah i think there was a camera person wait what's what's mika's last name because the name of the characters are the names of the actors oh man i don't know it's like Mika Kondosalva or something like that. It's a what? It's, it's some name. I don't know. I don't know the last time. It's Kondosalva. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Mika Sloat. Mika Sloat. Okay. So he did operate the camera a lot because he hmm. apparently was a camera operator for like a TV network. Oh, cool. Like news network or something. Great. So it's like, oh, this all works out. And like, I don't know. I didn't think the framing was ever like horrible no. in this movie. Like mm -hmm. it was well directed, yeah. both the performances and the camera work. Yeah. And, uh... Like, the sound mixing and stuff. Like, I don't even know. Like, I could probably just look it up on IMDb, but it's just, like, the end credits were just, like, acting as if this was real footage. So it's hard to tell, like, who actually worked on this. But, yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was convincing. Uh, it feels very of its time in, like, an effective way because it's just all found footage stuff anyways. Yeah. I don't know. It was, like, effectively creepy, too. Good. It didn't, like, scare me, per se, but, like, I think it was very effective. Mm-hmm. I, wait, did I? Yeah, Lily, Lily did watch it with me because she hadn't seen it since she saw it in theaters. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, wow, so like theaters. 14 years ago. I Jeez. Think. Yeah, so she was in like eighth grade or something. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> like, and and she just was telling me she like couldn't sleep that night and was like having bad dreams all night. I was oh, like, no. man. So it's like, this movie's still effective if ghosts and stuff scare you yeah. and it kind of starts to spread the seeds of like a whole burgeoning franchise in this movie as well like the half burned picture of katie and i mean i guess i mean it could i just don't know because it's mm. like oh it seems like a self-contained movie that doesn't yeah. really need more explanation there's just like a ghost that lives in their attic yeah but there's probably a lot more to it like you're saying oh there's so much more Tyler. <laughs> we have so much more to go through it's um, gonna get wild <laughs> But, you know what, it, it's a fun movie, it's spooky and scary. Do you have any favorite parts of Paranormal Activity that you liked most, or a spookiness that reached out and touched your heart? Um, yes. I'm just looking at the cat, the crew list real quick, though. Mm. It's like, oh, there's like a sound mixer, but I don't even know if they're on set. 
Probably mm-hmm. not. It's probably all because the audio sounded really bad. Yeah, right. So it's probably all post stuff, and there's no camera. People credited. Mm-hmm. It's just all Oren Pelly who's the director mm-hmm. and like edited it. Oh, good for him. Um, it's pretty wild. Wow. Oren Pelly, his only movie, by the way. Oh wow. He just produced a bunch of the other paranormal activities. Hmm. But guess he made enough money off that one that he was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll get back to that in a minute. Oh okay. <laughs> Uh, some of my favorite parts, I don't know, just, I guess, especially the, I'm holding my... Yeah, I, I noticed, that's, you're holding your, like, keyboard cover, like, I have this, like, like gel a... keyboard thing. I feel very distracted today. I don't know why. I think I've just been watching a lot of spooky stuff lately. So you're just, like, you think something's behind your head's jerking backwards every now and then? Just I think like... so. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, watch Malignant and listen back to what you just said. Yeah. And, uh, you'll understand. Okay. Um, Are you seeing like a glitch? Is that one by like a cyber demon or something? Um, no, that's that's something else. Okay, that's demonic. Demonic, which I haven't okay. seen. Me neither. Yet. But uh, I'm just scratching the back of my head for no reason whatsoever right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel weirdly on edge. I just have been watching all these spooky movies, and I just am I starting to believe in ghosts or something? Is this happening? Ghosts are real, Tyler. That's what Crimson uh, Peak taught us. That's what Crimson no, well, Tide Crimson, taught us. Well, Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost of the the old white dude patriarchy. <laughs> the submarine. Gene Hackman. <laughs> Move over. Denzel's in charge now. Yeah. Now what Crimson Peak really taught us is that oh the ghosts weren't scary enough. The trailer made me think this movie would be scary. Remember that when everyone like was saying Crimson Peak sucked when yeah, it came out? Yeah, that was dumb. I was like, you're an idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're all stupid. I remember giving that speech a bunch of times. Like, no, it's good. It's not supposed to be scary. You just wanted it to be scary. <laughs> I was at my friend Ian's uh, parents' place because we were down in San Diego shooting something like years ago. Yeah. And uh, that's where he's from. His dad just randomly brought up Crimson Beak and was talking about how bad it was. Uh, and I just didn't say, I'm like, I can't say anything. Yeah. I'm not going to like just argue, demolish with, his dad. Gonna argue with someone's dad. Like, <laughs> I just, there's no point. But I'm just like, yeah. you totally missed the point, I guess. I don't know. I remember, uh, I don't think I've told, told this story on the podcast before, but I remember I saw Crimson Peak for the first time with uh, Chris Klein, past, past an impending guest of the pod. Um, who was on Mortal Kombat, uh, the, the new Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah, 2021 Mortal Kombat. 2021 Mortal Kombat. Or 2020? 2020 Mortal Kombat. When did it come out? In 2020. <laughs> track. I think 2020. I have no memory of this place, go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, so we saw Crimson Peak together, and we left the movie, and he was like, he was like I thought it'd be scary, I'm like, well, it's not, it was not supposed to be scary, like, the trailers made us think it was scary, but it's more like a gothic, gothic romance kind of vibe, and he was like, oh, okay. And he saw it again with past and pending guest Matt Klein. And Matt was like, it's not that scary. And Chris was like, well, you missed the point. It's, it's a gothic romance. <laughs> and Matt was like, shit, that was really smart. <laughs> and then I remember... That you told him that? <laughs> so Chris didn't mention that he told me that he told him. And then I was at a dinner with Matt. And he was like, what do you think, Crimson Pete, Connie? And I was like, oh, it's great. It was like a beautiful gothic romance story. And then he looked at Chris. He goes, gothic? Chris, did you do that from Connie? And he was like, maybe. <laughs> pretty funny yeah, it was funny <laughs> the klein cousins yes what are they up to next getting married yeah i was gonna say getting married i guess <laughs> two, of, two of them are getting married Congratu- not to each other but to the separate women <laughs> uh okay thank you for clarifying everyone was very confused <laughs> yeah. they thought that's exactly what you meant yeah right congratulations to them and if you're listening congratulations to you 
Chris and Will. Yeah. And Faith and Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> as robotically as possible. <laughs> Chris and Will and Faith my and name's, Kelly. My name's Lisa. My favorite food is McNuggets. <laughs> and I like jumping. Is, is that what he says right after that? No, I don't oh, okay. know. Uh, okay, well, you asked me a question like 20 minutes ago. The yeah, answer what? is, I like the daytime horror scene. And I guess mm. that's what made me starting starting to get spooked right now is because I opened the blinds in here to let some light in. Oh, so now the light's scaring you. But um, yeah, I opened the windows and that's what made me think about like, oh, the daytime haunting scene in this. What, what is that one again? They're just like downstairs and like stuff moves around. I don't even really remember exactly. Mm. I just remember there's a scene where like it keeps getting worse and worse, the haunting. Mm. Yeah. The paranormal activity, you could say, <laughs> up to the point where it's after, I think, the door closes the first time, mm. and it's like the door knocks and stuff, yeah. and she gets... I can't remember if it's before or after she gets pulled out of the room the first time. Ooh, I think that's I think after. That's later, right? Yeah. But just, like, the fact that a haunting's happening during the day, I'm just mm. like, oh, that's, like, really powerful. Like, just the... Uh, yeah, it's not limited to the dark anymore. It can get you anywhere. Just the um, acceleration, or I guess, like, the growth of the, of the activity going on yeah. of the activity that is paranormal that's my mm. that's my uh the activity that is that's paranormal. my ripoff movie unto which <laughs> <laughs> activity that is paranormal the ripoff film uh it just it just keeps on growing and growing in a, in a way that like feels natural mm-hmm. it's like oh it's getting worse and worse and it just feels very organic and yeah. grounded so i really liked that scene in particular and it's just like you don't see a lot of movies where there's like a, a haunting scene during the day. I think. No. It's mostly it, just in the middle of the night. Yeah, it makes it feel a lot more scary because it feels like you, they can get you anywhere. I like that, and I just really like the whole concept of the camera recording them all night mm. and then flopping around, and she's just like staring at him for like three hours. Yeah. Like all that stuff's really good, but just let alone I like the idea of like, I was like, hey, Lily, we should record ourselves like sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> she's like, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Because then you just see the like the dark figure like hunched over on top of your bed staring at both of you. Now she's gonna have nightmares that you said that. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Lily. <laughs> but also, I was saying like, oh, you'll just because I I don't know, I'm a heavy sleeper, but I, apparently I flop around all over. <laughs> so you just walk up, like kicking all the things off, and then like <laughs> when it, it'll just be silent, and then you'll see like the the sheets billow, and it's like, oh, that's just Tyler farting, farting? in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the thin, just a disgusting, annoying person. It's basically my mo. Uh, just I'm sorry, Jesus, dude. The self-deprecation this episode. That's okay. <laughs> I'll but, get you the nerd's rope. <laughs> oh God! You know, did I tell you I ate a nerd's? No, I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, you rope, did. I'm like, this is good. This it is good. good. Not just for. <laughs> Not just for nerd's rope. Not just for self-flagellation. <laughs> It tastes good, too. You'll get that three-pronged reference when we cover the Santa Claus in, in December. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the energy of Joker is coming out of the back of my head right now. Um, <laughs> I like I like how some of the movies just him editing. I'm like, this yeah, it's is kind of funny. You're like, this is my life. I'm familiar with this. Ooh, modern technology. Yeah. It's 2006. He's, he's got just, two monitors. He's and... using the Avid. I think it's Avid. I could be wrong. Probably something like that. But he likes showing his wife the EVPs. And would you keep showing your significant other? Like, if there was a ghost haunting you and you knew it was troubling, would you keep showing her this <laughs> no, stuff? No, but Mika sucks. Yeah. Micah? Micah, I think. Micah! Micah! Um, i trying to remember what she says. 
It doesn't matter. He sucks. Yeah, he, he's a big stinker throughout the entire He's thing. a mean, horny person that, like, <laughs> needs to leave her run along. He both believes in ghosts but refuses to believe in psychics. <laughs> she, gets, she gets, like, sucked out there. No, it's like, I think it's more so um, he doesn't want to have someone else deal with the problem. He's like, I can do this myself. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't need demonologists. You're my, he even says like, you're my girlfriend. It's my house. You, I'll take care of exactly. it. Exactly. When you said isolation, I was like, it, he is isolating himself from like yeah. everybody. He's the like, fact that he thinks he can do it himself. He's really possessive and like, has so much toxic masculinity. He's like, yeah, I can the, take this ghost. I have no experience whatsoever. I think I can do this. What if the movie was about the, the demon trying to possess her, but it's more about the husband trying to possess her or the boyfriend trying to possess her? Wouldn't that Ooh, have been good commentary? I think, I mean, you could read it that way for yeah. sure. You could definitely write like a master's thesis on this movie Probably, that way. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like plausible enough. Mm-hmm. Was it the director's intent? Probably not. The haunting, almost <laughs> but, the haunting almost amplifies the more he gets possessive of her and the more isolated they get. I never thought of that, and that's a really good point. Thank you. <laughs> that's probably the most insightful I've been in a long time. Now tell Chris so he can tell Matt. That's <laughs> <laughs> how Chris so he can tell <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Is that too much? No, I don't think so. That was funny. <laughs> I had a really good time with both of them on our, on our podcast. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I don't know. I like that it's set in San Diego just because it's something a little mm-hmm. different. I think yeah. it was just the director's house at the time. That's So cool. that's why it's set there. But... It's like dinner party. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you refused to let me link on the show notes. You will never link that. The uh, dinner party written and starring Connery Hansen. Yep. I don't think it's nearly as bad as you think it is. I don't think so either. I think I've built it up to be way worse in my head than it actually is. It's like some sort of personal ghost of yours. Yeah, exactly. It's it's my a own. haunting. Uh, it's my you own. could say. It's a haunting. Haunts a lot of more things haunt me of my media past, but <laughs> media or immediate? I- immediate. <laughs> <laughs> media Whenever we don't have a guess, everything just gets really self deprecating. Yeah, I guess so. I think it's mostly me, though. <laughs> I think we just we try to be professional more so when we have guests, yeah. and then, like it falls yeah. away. <laughs> like hey whoever's listening i'm just trying to make you laugh I'm just trying to and talk about ghosts and stuff yeah okay what are some of my favorite parts in this movie thank you for asking me tyler um <laughs> there was like a list of names of ghosts or something yeah the, he has the demon book and it names all like the demons <laughs> one of the demons was named beans did you see that <laughs> i didn't see the demon named beans i was really confused okay what was your favorite part the demon named beans thank you <laughs> but I, I like when he does the, the flower trap where it's like, I remember when I saw that for the first time with like the claws on like the oh, flower. Yeah. I was like, that's great. Yeah, the that's fact really that it's not like a humid footprint, it's like claws. I was like, that's great. That's and good. Again, something he only does because he's so stubborn. Mm-hmm. He won't call the demonologist. And then by the time they do call the demonologist, he's, he's like, Europe. I'm in Hawaii or something, man. Like <laughs> I'm exercising my own personal demons on the beach with a tiki drink. Sorry, I can't help you. But that one kind of creeps me out. The only thing that creeps me out the most is like right before, the, I think it's the day before it gets really bad. And he's like, all right, we're leaving. We're leaving. She's like, no, I'm good. We're safe here. Yeah. And that's like where it's creepy. She's yeah. like, it seems like she's like half asleep. And I didn't really catch it. But it's like, oh, you can like hear the demon's voice underneath yeah. your voice. And mm-hmm. I didn't really, really catch it. That's how subtle it was. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I just absolutely wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that was, that was really good. Yeah. Like, it's only going to get worse if we leave. And it's like, the demon like, I will, I will follow you and I will make it worse, by the way. Yeah. It is. Okay. So it's like, obviously Mika 
We're just going to say his name wrong the whole time. Okay. I mean, well, it, it doesn't do matter. Do a different pronunciation every time you say it. Mr. Sloat. <laughs> he obviously sucks. Uh, he's definitely like the, the root of all the issues except just the inciting incident of her yeah. being haunted her whole life. Yeah. But I guess she didn't. It kind of comes back because she was haunted when she was eight and she hasn't been haunted since. Yeah. It kind of like dives. That's not her fault either. No. It's almost like it loses track of her or like needs to recharge because it's kind of uh, like her house burned down. It's kind of implied that the demon burned her house down. Right. So I think after doing something so big, it's like, okay, now I got to like chill for a while. And now I'm coming back a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger. And now I'm like at my strongest right now again. Do you think the ghost is the ghost of the orphan from Orphan? Absolutely. Who also burns down houses? <laughs> now that I've seen that movie, I, I like, are, are we free? Are we free yeah. to talk about Orphan now? Yeah. yeah. The circus girl who went from house to house burning people. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good twist. <laughs> Take that, losers. <laughs> the director of Orphan also directed The Shallows, which we just watched. Oh, how is The Shallows? I saw that. How is The Shallows? Mm. Yeah, you gave it one star. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a scene where a shark's on fire, so that's kind of oh, cool. Oh, sharks on fire. Sharks are hard to burn. <laughs> sharks are hard to burn! That's right! You know what happens in the shallows? The shark gets burnt and then he goes underwater. He's fine! He's fine! Sharks are hard to burn! I was right! I forgot. That's one of the shirts I need to get you for your birthday or Christmas or something. Sharks are hard to burn. They truly are. They're underwater. They have thick skin. I've got you, you two franchise-related <laughs> gifts now. Or I guess I guess one and this will be the second where it's like, the other one is our comic book villains. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to say, I've gotten you two franchise-related gifts and you've gotten me None! None! That's not true. I was like, I have our little collection on the side. I need to get more stuff to bring here. Yeah, because there's always like little stupid action figures. Like, yeah, we need little trophies. Oh, I still need to get a Hamish uh, action figure from Hunger Games. To bring mm. here. We already have our Hunger Games prize. We have a Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh right. Um, I don't know. There's so many different things yeah, I can we, get. We have Midnight Sun for a Twilight. So. Naked Gun. Uh, full body. Just, uh, just get like a Ken doll that's naked and it's fine. No, it's not. Too soon. The Ken died or something. Oh. <laughs> the horrible life we have. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not true. We have a nice life. Yeah. Horrible things on the cusp. <laughs> trying ghosts trying to haunt us. I am a light surrounded by darkness. <laughs> and kind of the last 20 seconds. <laughs> um, um. What about the scene where she... Um, is outside in the middle of the night. That's good. I mean... That's a good bit. I mean, a good idea, honestly. Get yeah. out of the house. Um, I don't know. It wasn't that scary. I guess getting outside, you don't know what's going to happen, but she's really just, like, sitting out there. She's like, I want to go back in. I'm like, yeah, good point. Like, don't make her go back in there. But, I don't know. I just do... I do really like the, uh... He's not a demonologist. What is he? Like, a... He's a psychic. Psychic? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> what does he say the first time he comes around? Yeah, he says... This feels bad, and I feel like it's old, and it, it's attached to you, and it will follow you. So the house isn't the problem; you're the problem. <laughs> right. I guess that's where we learn that information. Yeah. And then by the second time he comes in, he just like goes to the door, and he's like, "I I gotta go right now." Yeah. He. I think the first time he even says, "I can't help you with this." Like, here's the card for the demonologist. Call him, and then the girls are, like, "I'm not calling them stinking demonologists. Psychics aren't even fucking real. I'm like, they're ghosts. They're big demons. How is this a stretch for you?" Yeah. So, I don't know, I want to give him a little franchise award or something for best character who's in the movie for like three minutes. He we was come great. up with something. We gotta come up with little names for these kinds of things. Yeah, what should it be? I don't know. That would mm -hmm. be you in the movie, I think. Yeah, probably. I, I'd do that. 
I told Jacob I want to be in his. I want to actually be in his movie now that we're doing. Oh yeah. I want to be the bad guy, but yeah. <clears throat> you can be the bad guy, but only if you. Uh, did I just pull the cord out? No, you're fine. You can be the bad guy, but only if you post dinner party. It's in my contract. <laughs> it's in your no contract. To, I have no connection to this movie. Well, I guess I'm shooting it. Yeah, you're, you're shooting it, yeah. It's in my it's cinematography <laughs> contract. Connery must release. <laughs> All release, rights to dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> release the handsome cut. Oh, I'm not releasing the handsome cut. That's just a me being a weirdo. Me and Grace being weirdos <laughs> on video. <We> should have... <laughs> yeah, all these movies you made as a kid, you refused to put out. I'm not gonna put them out. We're like insane. Like it's not even that they're bad and we'll get canceled. It's just we're insane. Put them on the Patreon. Do you want really li- me lip syncing Secret Garden the musical, the entirety of it, a three-hour home video? I think that's what everybody wants. Wow. It's uh, so they can add it to Letterboxd. <laughs> Why did they do my life, this? My life is just like, I was like cursed. I stole like some letterbox gold and it'll never leave me now. It's just consuming my whole body. with. You're turning to a skeleton or like three dots progressively? Oh, I don't know. Turning to polka dot man of letterbo- letterbox things? Letterbox man? Yeah, letterbox man. Basically. Cool. Um, we're not sponsored by them. No, we really should be. They should sponsor us, even though they have their own great podcast. Yeah, but like, is it a stretch to sponsor the franchise too? No. Yeah. Like, just do it. That reminds me I forgot to bring my snack over to get sponsored with. Uh, Actually, I ate it like a week ago. <laughs> okay, uh, this is this reminds me, not not talking about snacks, but in my notes. Yes. Just the set design. It's not even set design, but just like, I mean, I think there's technically a production designer for this movie, but mm-hmm. just the style of 2006, which is when this movie takes place. Yeah. This movie screened in 2007. It didn't come out until 2009 mm-hmm. because Paramount bought DreamWorks. Yeah. Which I guess Steven Spielberg saw this movie at some point and mm-hmm. that's what like he convinced them to buy it. Oh. Um, but Paramount bought DreamWorks and then didn't put this movie out for two years after or something for some reason. Mm. But the first time they screened it, they're like, people were walking out of the theater and like the, produ- or the uh, studio heads of DreamWorks mm-hmm. were like, Oh, is this a bomb? But it's like because people like they were, were too scared. scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, cool. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but okay, this condo house is like so mid two thousands. It really is. Like it is the black beyond. bed frame, red body pillow, mm-hmm. gold throw pillows, just the bed alone. <laughs> he made a little like magnifique. Magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like kind of yeah. It's beautiful. It's just, just the most 2006 place. I'm like, why was that? Like, black bed frame. Like, nobody mm-hmm. really has that anymore. No. It, it, But it was, like, everywhere. It, was, it really was, yeah. It was omnipotent. <laughs> it could know everything. That's omnipotent. That's, I'm using that word poorly. <laughs> it was everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, was it, does that have anything to do with, like... Um, never mind, we should move on. <laughs> Bed frame styles of just 2006. Like, well, yeah, obviously, but it's like, just the emo-ness of the 2000s, and like, yeah. I guess we just talk about every episode now, but post 9-11 and everything. Yeah, probably. I mean, when we were post 9-11, we got really into bed frames. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start a 9-11 conspiracy theory podcast. Please don't. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Uh, well, I mean, they just don't have a lot of interiority in this movie. That's like a complaint I could say, for sure. Yeah. But it still holds me to a point where it's like, the movie's short enough. Whenever I have those feelings, it switches to another scene or another mm-hmm. bigger haunting yeah. experience. 
where um, it, it pulls me back in, where I'm like, okay, there's no friends, no family, anything. Like, yeah. And then one friend shows up. I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah. bare minimum. That's all I really need because mm-hmm. that's not the point of the movie anyways. Yeah. Is that, and then also, um, like, his job is just definitely just not real. <laughs> like, he's never working. No. He's just filming and editing. Well, like, what, what does he do? He just kind of goes, like, beep, boop, beep, boop on I his computer. So. And he's then he's a, like, all right, I did my thing for the day. I made, like, 2,000 bucks. I'm done. I guess you're right. Yeah, he's a day trader. Yeah. Which, is there a night trader? There has to be. I think the stocks close at a certain time. <laughs> they have to come together yeah. to form the ultimate <laughs> duo to stop finances from happening i don't know <sighs> <laughs> yeah my, i have notes man is obsessed with using the camera for sex stuff uh wants to get footage of ghosts makes fun of psychic Ooh, you know something else that was effective that's not really what this movie's going for but mm. just the ghost in the attic yes and it made me think of like ooh, like when they hear the footsteps and stuff throughout mm. the house and everything and then they go up into the attic yeah and it, I couldn't tell that it was a picture frame. I thought it was like a little piece of food or something. Ooh. I was like, what if there's a man living in their attic? That's that's like the most horrifying thing to me. It's worse. And uh, spoilers, spoilers. Wee-hoo, But it's like, I really got to watch Parasite again. Mm. That movie's really good. It is really good. But just like having somebody live, especially above you. Yeah, like, that's... below you in, like, a weird dungeon place, that's a little different. You're okay with that? Attic. I mean, it's a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. But, like, hearing footsteps above you, and you yeah. go and check, and you can never find it, like, that's horrifying. Especially because it's a smaller space. That's it's way like, scarier than a ghost or something. Yeah. It's like having a live man who's probably, like... Hunched over Super and like hungry. walking around up there. Oh my god! I hate they have to. It's like a small. The idea of someone having human like confined to that. Like it's like when you see videos online. Like this woman lived in the walls for like a year and a half. Of like when would like come out this little hatch and like eat food out of the fridge and go back inside. Like that's just disturbing. Yeah, like parasite. Yeah, like parasite. It's horrible. It's just the dad from Rest Development. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody who committed some light treason. <laughs> light treason. Yeah, uh, that 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 stuff freaks me out. But I it's agree. more so like what things could be mm-hmm. that like the extrapolation of things that that freak me out rather than it being a ghost. But I think the ghost uh, ghost effects are effective in this movie. I agree; they do a really good job. Like it's all practical effects for the most part. It's, yeah, it's, it's very good. It's like how do they pull her out and like you don't see in a wire or anything, mm-hmm. and uh, the, there's shadows on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes more sense in the context that. Um, when it went to like it got by, bought by DreamWorks and stuff, and yeah. Therefore, Paramount, I think they were able to put more money into it and like change some. They altered the ending and like mm. some minor variations on other things and like yeah. redubbed some of the sound mixing and stuff. Mm. So it was just like more jump scary. Yeah. Um, but so that makes more sense. Why this it contributes to why this movie is so good. I think even though like it's, it seems low budget, it still has the backing of like a huge budget. Hmm. Um. Like one of the biggest budget, like, that, like if Steven Spielberg approved it, you know, yeah. it's like you're kind of just it's gonna it's you're gotta gonna fly, it's gonna be yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> but what was it the the ending the ending after she kills her boyfriend and by like chucking him like, against chucking well him. is he already uh, either he she kills He's, him downstairs she kills him downstairs but she also it, that's really cool when she chucks him right yeah, at just the like, camera boom <laughs> it's pretty great it's really that's effective good. and it's just like a dummy mm-hmm. and. uh and then they have that the end credits are just like a black screen with that like demon. Right. 
which is good. I was I, I remember that being a very visceral thing. People in the theaters just have like a black screen just in the dark and being like, oh shit. Yeah. It's good. I was like, that's a good bit. That's good. Good job. Another part, yeah. It's like going back to the editing too. Not the editing of the actual film, but like the scenes where he's editing. Yes. There's a lot of things where we see all of the scary stuff happening, mm -hmm. and then you see the same thing, but through the perspective of the character several times. Yeah. And for some reason, that was never boring or repetitive to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of like seeing a movie and then like showing your friend that movie or something. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I want to see what their reaction is to this, uh -huh. especially if it's happening to them. Mm -hmm. It's really weird and kind of, uh, I mean, it's obviously voyeuristic because it's mm -hmm. a camera aimed at them. Yeah. But they're being voyeurs of themselves, and mm -hmm. it just feels a little... Uh, to use a generalized term, it's like pretty meta, I guess. It is. Um, and I don't I know. The voyeuristic of themselves is good. Yeah, it's strange. Mm -hmm. It's like a really weird feeling. Yeah. And seeing somebody else there. But hey, why don't they just shut their freaking door? I don't think the door is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, the door is the one that the thing that's haunted. It's made of ghost wood. Just going thump 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 thump. It's this made of an fucking end. ink. It's made of an end. Yeah. Haunted by an ant wife. <laughs> what else? It, it, the knocks on the movie kind of is pretty straightforward. We kind of, I feel like, said like the entire plot already. That bite mark is creepy. Oh, the bite mark, right. That's good. Yeah, like ghost bites. biting. It's a demon, Tyler. They bite. Oh, yeah, so I guess it's not a ghost, huh? Yeah. It's a demon. There's a, this lovely thing, and I don't know if you're So watched. is it a haunting, though, if it's a demon? Yeah, it's still a haunting. I think demons are more associated with possession, but oh yeah, but they still can haunt you and scare you and stuff too. They're just more violent. Like ghosts usually aren't <laughs> violent, and demons are. Gotcha. But what was it? There is a thing in Ghost Adventures. Have you seen that with Zach Bagan? I haven't seen it with the man. With with Zach Bagan himself, you <laughs> sat down to watch his own. <laughs> yeah. It's very self voyeuristic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Okay, so it's this Travel Channel show. It's with, like, the douchiest ghost hunter you'll ever meet in your life. And <laughs> Nika Sloat. Nika Sloat. <laughs> but basically... The character, not the real person. Yes, the character, not the real man. And, God, there's, like, this recurring thing that happens where, like, they go to a really haunted location, they, and they do what Mika does, exactly. They provoke the ghost or demon into, like, doing something or, like, throwing something or hurting them in some way. And every time they do get hurt, Zach has religiously gotten scratched a bunch of times and like a little mark of three every single time. And supposedly there's like, that's the mocking of the Trinity. I'm like, okay, that's fun. But the master sword. Yeah. The master sword. And then they take out two swords and it's awesome. They got to fight the big demon boss. They fight Casper once and he begs and cries and Zach says, do something, do something. What? When is that? That's not part of it. No, I mean, why does somebody say do something? But that's what they kind of do throughout the entire hunt. Of like, what are you waiting for? Oh, gotcha. You're some big, strong ghost. How about you pick me up and throw me out of it's here? The ghost and then, like, a broom falls over and they scream and run out of the building. It's the ghost of the ghost of Casper. <laughs> exactly. The double ghost. Once you're ghosted once, you can ghost again. Isn't there a show called Ghosted? I think so, but... I doubt it is actually about what I think it is, being a reality TV show about people who either ghost people religiously or ghost on life or events, maybe? I don't know. Ghosted Love Gone Missing. Hmm. Yeah, there's no, I don't think there's real ghosts in that movie. Oh man. Only fake ghosts. Fucking fake ghosts. Um, 
I think that, like, it's, in terms of the performances of this movie, Mm -hmm. I think it's tough because, like, it's not scripted. They're kind of just, like, improvising each thing. Yeah. And then that becomes a script. Mm -hmm. Um, Mika's character is so, like, (laughs) such a shitty dude that I'm like, it does make me question, like, how intentional... I'm sure it's obvious, like, it's definitely mostly intentional, but so, mm-hmm. like, it still comes from some sort of place. Yeah. So, it's just, like, because I thought, I thought they were both good in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought, especially, like, Katie Featherston, like, she held the whole movie together. Oh, yeah. Like, if she was bad, then the whole movie would have sucked. She's, she's great. really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had my doubts in the beginning of the movie, but she just really carries the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she's not really in a lot of other things. I think she has some cameos in the later ones. Yeah. And she's maybe in one or two other projects, but it kind of bummed that she's like not more stuff because I thought she was good. She was. She was great. She should probably have been more horror movies. Yeah. Just more movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were really, I don't think they were really actors before this. Hmm. So if that's wrong, email us at the franchise podcast. Yeah. If you want to comment maybe she really was studying to be a teacher. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like I would have loved to see her in more things. And I guess uh, Mika Sloat too. It's just that it's one of those things where it's like this is the performance he's known for. And mm-hmm. his performance is the really douchey guy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you just associate that with the real person. Mm. Um, I guess she was in a couple movies before this. But um, I don't. I think they're all like indies. Mm. That's fine. But uh, yeah. So there. Well, I wish, think we... wish she was in more stuff. That's all I got to say. <laughs> good actor. She is good. I'm pretty spooked. It's not even October yet. We're just getting started, Tyler. <laughs> uh, you're going to be a, a, a wiggling wreck by the end of October. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't think I was such a... Uh, Scary cat? I guess so. Or maybe jumpy's right the right move. Jumpy? Yeah. Yeah. How much coffee have you had today? Uh, Like two cups? Well, that's not bad. Yeah. No, that's fine. I could use another. Yeah. So it keeps the ghost away. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever stop, then they'll find you. <laughs> Um, yeah, what are your final thoughts on this movie? Final thoughts, it's good, if sometimes uh, a little cheesy to me. I feel like Nika, Mika, Nika ruins more scenes for me than he doesn't. But other than that, I think uh, I think it's a I think it's a really fun movie. It's really great. It it gives me my found for found footage horror like taste. And yeah, I I watched the whole thing and I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to. For you to learn more about the wonderful lore of Paranormal Activity. Me too. Yeah, it was a lot better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really effective. Yeah, they, do, they do some creative stuff with the cameras as time goes on. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. But I guess we spoiled the whole movie for you. But, mm. I mean, I, I listen to so many podcasts where I haven't watched the movie. Yeah. It, it just it's, depends on your personal preference. I know, I agree. I, I feel like it's fine too. Or it almost entices me to watch it more. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch it now. Exactly. Yeah, even if I know how it ends, I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I don't care. Yeah, so... So we're fine. So we're fine. I just want to say real quick, I just looked up the director, Warren Pilly. Yeah. Um, I think that's how you pronounce his name. But most of the things that came up were just about him selling his like $6 million mansion Ooh. in uh, some part of LA. Wowie. And just the article names are just <laughs> really stupid. What are they? Like Realtor.com. Warren Pelly won't have to scare up buyers for a SoCal mansion. <laughs> So having a good time looking at this, but that wasn't the only article. There was one from the LA Times. Paranormals open or Paranormals Oren Pelly 
wants activity on his home listing. Like, it's like the laziest thing ever. <laughs> it's, it's not even ghost related. It's like wants activity. Wants activity. I tried really hard. And I'm like, these people who probably just write about, especially Realtor.com, they're just like writing about houses. Yeah. That's their whole job. I'm like, good for them for having a little fun with this. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm like, this is so stupid. It's really dumb. But yeah. it's the kind of humor that I like, so. It's good. That's all I got to contribute. <laughs> Solid. I love it. That's our thoughts on paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. But now, time to hear the thoughts from across the globe. Wow. <laughs> across the globe. Okay, cool. Hit me. <laughs> it's good. Do the intro. Beyond critical thought. Beyond comprehension. Enter a new dimension. Perhaps a ghost dimension. Of movie reviews. These are the letterbox logs. Dun, dun, dun. I like how close the fake music is to the right. thing. It's so good. <laughs> so these are just reviews I collected from letterbox.com, something I mentioned 8,000 times on this episode for some reason. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a healthy thing to bring up this many times. But anyways, this one's from Diana on from October 9th, 2020. Aww. This is what happens when you sleep with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is from Nick, November 29th, 2020. It has a lot of recent views. Yeah, good. The only bad energy in this house was Katie's BF. <laughs> I mean... True. True, but also that demon, demon. was pretty scary. He's <laughs> pretty bad. Mike Ginn, September 7th, 2021. Super recent. Mm -hmm. My move here would be to move to a silly house like the Garfield one. <laughs> I think you should leave. Yeah, and hope the vibes cancel out the demon. <laughs> I would love that. To be All like Garfield. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the guy who was trying to kill. Oh, God. That's the guy trying to kill God. What's his name? Fuck. I don't even remember. The creator of Garfield. I'm Garfield! And then from Eden, March 25th, 2020. More similar vibes. Maybe if they didn't sleep with the door open every night like fucking psychopaths, then this wouldn't have happened. Do you, do you sleep with your door open, Connor? I sleep with it closed. Yeah, I think most people do. Mm -hmm. But hey, if you sleep with your door open, let us know. Yeah, it's fine. I remember I used to when I was a kid because I was slightly nervous about the dark and I'd keep it cracked open. But Yeah, like I'd be afraid of like the, my closet. Yeah. So I'd leave, leave the door open or something. Mm -hmm. Don't you think like leaving the, the door open? Door, the door. I, I would say the closet door being open sounds worse No, to I would me. close the closet door. Mostly not because of ghosts, but because I thought E.T. would be in there. Just crawls out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> E.T. most horrifying horror. Horrifying horror? That's a bit redundant. Yeah. Most horrifying figure in, in cinema. <laughs> All right. Well, that was great. Tyler, how about you bring us on home? Um, bring us on home? Yeah. Isn't this, isn't Thank this you the end? Huh? This is the end. This is the end for you, my master. <laughs> <laughs> totally different thought process. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our episode on Paranormal Activity. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. If you like what you're listening to, we got way more ghost slash demon things coming up. Found footage things. It's all paranormal activity. My shaky hand has the camera in it. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Everything's so shaky right now. <laughs> but email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, compliments. Mm-hmm. 
and corrections. Uh, let us know if let us know if you sleep with the door open on Twitter. Uh, actually, I, maybe that's a little invasive. I, I guess think, it's not. Oh, it's on Twitter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> that's invasive. The most invasive place in that everyone just shares everything. Yeah, I wouldn't have to ask. I'd be like, "Do you see the door open?" And it's it'd be probably eight point nine million likes, and it'd just be insane. You wouldn't even ask. It would just be like, "Yes, I sleep with the door open," and then everyone would quote tweet it. Tweet it and yeah, it would get ratioed. People would be like, "This person's insane." This per- I never do that. I sleep the door open all the time. It's healthy for you, and you guys are idiots. Let, and let the ghost air in. Let the ghost air in. Sniff the ghost fart. It's good. <laughs> um, and uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everywhere. Franchise pod. Thank you, Nick Viverka, for our theme song, Grace and Handsome, for our artwork. <laughs> Thank you. What do you have to plug, Connor? Um, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It is a wonderful actual player role-playing podcast hosted by me and four other amazing friends, and we play the Starfinder game. Over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. It's on Apple Podcasts app and the SoundCloud app. Tyler, what's new? What's new? What do you have to plug? <laughs> we live in a death loop. Yep. <laughs> I am the death loop. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Tiami Vice. Uh, and Connery, make sure you watch Malignant, especially after listening back. No, watch Malignant and then listen back and edit this episode. Okay, sure. <laughs> and then you will... This, this recording was meant just strictly for Connery, but it will be still inside of this. <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, and thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time, I'm pretty sure what we did on this podcast was illegal in Kentucky and 20 other states. We're freaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye, everybody. Stop. Stop it. I'm naked under this.